So this is our first episode of our supported webinar, our supported broadcast for patients of Minneapolis Integrative Medicine Center. And we get a lot of questions. Uh, you might notice that functional medicine, integrative medicine does things a lot differently. And with that comes a different style and a different way of being a patient in the medical system. So one thing that we wanted to start here is offering these supported webcasts for patients of our practice who choose the a la carte way and still have a few questions after their visit and need a place to ask them. So I am Dr. Cassie Wilder and I will be hosting this initial webcast. So one of the biggest questions that we get after your lab review appointment is typically going to be the best time of day to take supplements. And I think this question is really, it's a great question. It really is. It's a great question, but it's definitely a question that we don't need to overthink. So if we're talking about cortisol and adrenal health, you want that cortisol to be uh, highest in the morning between 8 and 10 a.m. and that gradual fall throughout the day. So if we're talking adrenally supportive supplements, you're typically taking them first thing in the morning within an hour or so of waking up. Unless your doctor has told you otherwise, the most common time to take adrenal supportive things to raise cortisol levels is going to be in that morning time frame. If you're taking something that helps suppress cortisol and decrease elevated cortisol numbers, especially at nighttime, if it's the cause of your insomnia, you're going to want to take those before bed, typically like an hour or 30 minutes before bed. Other types of supplements that have a really uh, strong need to take at a certain time of day are going to be things like B vitamins or other stimulatory type supplements that need to be taken in the morning time or at least before 1 p.m. If you're really sensitive to caffeine and caffeine keeps you up at night, even taking it before 11 a.m. is going to be really important. Otherwise, most supplements can be taken with or without food at any time of day. So unless your provider has instructed you otherwise, I would just expect that you can take your supplements when they're going to be convenient for you because in the end, the best time to take supplements is just to take them. And when we're all in our busy lives and busy schedules, uh, compliance is going to be the biggest factor to getting better with just taking your supplements. So find a routine that works for you, whether that's with breakfast, whether that's sitting at your desk at lunchtime, whether it's sitting on your nightstand before bed, whatever that looks like for you, compliance is going to be the biggest piece. So Another big question, and I kind of maybe mentioned this in the last, is when to take them with or without food. There are certain supplements where you have to take them away from food. Things like thyroid medications, even some thyroid supplements we want you to take with or without food and away from food. Those would be specifically indicated on your visit summary sheet. So if it wasn't specifically indicated to take it without food or away from food, it's probably okay to take at any time. Things that you want to take with food most definitely are going to be things like iron. Iron has a tendency to make your stomach hurt. So does zinc. Zinc, when you take it without food, will typically make your stomach hurt. So taking zinc and iron with food is going to be really important. 
If it is a digestive support, such as a digestive bitter, a digestive enzyme, HCL tablets, whatever those look like, and you're using them to help digest foods properly, those are going to be going to be taken about 30 minutes before a meal. If you can, if you forget 30 minutes before a meal and you get to the meal and you're like, shucks, oh gosh, I forgot to take that. Just take it right before you start eating. That's okay. Even if you get through a meal and you're, you know, shucks, I forgot to take it. Um, I've been there before too. Just take it in the middle or after the meal and it will be just fine. But typically when we are trying to support digestive acid or gallbladder secretions or pancreatic secretions, we really want you to take them about 30 to 15 minutes before a meal or right at the beginning of that meal. Um, you'll notice on the bottle, on your bottle of supplements, whatever that may be, that there's something to take with, or it'll say take without food or take with food. And then I would follow those recommendations um, or email one of our nurses and they can help you with determining if you should be taking it with or without food. But in general, most supplements can be taken with food, especially if you notice that taking supplements hurts your stomach regardless of what it is. I am one of those people. When I take supplements on an empty stomach, I get nauseous, my stomach starts to hurt, and I think it's just the capsule. So I think maybe I just don't either have enough stomach acid to digest those capsules. Even when I've done my own digestive supportive work, I've noticed that I get really nauseous when I take capsules. So for me, I take all my supplements with food and I just um, figure out whether that be a half a bar or a handful of nuts, really whatever just gets my digestive acid juices going is what I use to take all my supplements with. So a, another question that I have here that we get quite often is when can I expect to feel better? So loaded question. Um, I first want to start with saying that most people don't go into their ailments. Uh, most people don't see us within the first three months, the first six months of their ailments. We typically are going to be the ones that you see after you've been suffering with this for a year, two years, three years. We're not typically the first people that you see unless you really just more believe in our style of medicine than conventional medicine. So with that, I would say that giving your body time to heal is going to be really, really huge. It can be really exciting to leave that lab review appointment and see all the numbers on paper, you know, get that lab analysis and be really excited to just jump both feet into your treatment plan. And that's what I'd really encourage is just to keep that momentum going, but know that this is going to be a process and it's going to take a time. Um, you know, you didn't walk into this ailment within a couple of months and you probably won't walk out of it within a couple of months. So I would just give your body time to recognize healing and to recognize that you are nourishing it, give it time to reduce inflammation, give it time to assimilate all those nutrients. And, and while you're really working on those root cause approaches, you'll notice healing over time. And it's also never linear. It is never just always an uphill thing. You know, you will plateau, you will have setbacks and your Honestly, your healing journey will probably look more like a roller coaster with a lot of loop-de-loops, with a lot of sharp declines, with really 
um, slow moving inclines, like it's going to look more like a roller coaster than it is a straight path. So with that expectation in mind, you can expect to feel better, whether that's 5%, 10%, 20%, typically some sort of symptom improvement will happen within the first two months. Um, and it's never really the symptom that you're going to want it to be, right? It's never going to be, oh, I lost 15 pounds in two months, or my acne is completely gone in two months. It's going to be, wow, I noticed that I don't have as many breakouts or new breakouts within the next two months. My old ones are healing faster or wow, I could actually, I had three really good days this week with my brain fog. I was really on top of things. I was really organized and I still had mostly bad days, but I had a few really, really great days and that's a huge win. That's how we know we're on the right direction. We are trending in the right direction and you are, you're going forward. Now that's not to say that you don't go on vacation and sip too many martinis and eat food that you probably shouldn't be eating, that you're not going to come back with a little bit of a setback. That piece is just called life. Unless you, you know, are uber restrictive for every single day and never let yourself loose, never let yourself have fun, never let yourself, um, you know, have a few of these human experiences, which all of which I don't agree with. I think that we should all practice moderation. Um, I think we should all enjoy human experiences while we're on this earth. Um, it, that The life piece of it is that there's just going to be ups and downs. And I think really embracing the journey and really embracing the time that it's going to take to heal is, is part of that process too. So I would say ex expectations for feeling better are going to be at least some forward momentum, some forward progress in the first eight weeks. If that doesn't happen, having a bigger conversation with your provider and just saying, what other little tweaks can I make? What other things could we possibly do? You know, could we increase the dosage of this? Just having that really honest conversation at your first uh, follow up after that lab review is going to be really, really important and really huge. So um, the fourth question that I have here to answer is going to be taking supplements until my next lab review. So I get this question actually quite a bit that, you know, I have a lab review coming up in a couple of months. Should I just keep taking everything until I get there? And my answer is going to be yes. So one thing that we find is that you're, you might symptomatically start to feel a lot better quicker. And that's excellent. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the numbers on the biochemistry side start to change. And so we really what we want to see is those numbers on paper start to get better as well as your symptoms. And the numbers on paper generally take a lot longer than symptoms to start to notice improvements, which sounds kind of weird and sounds counterintuitive, but um, it's just something that we notice in clinical practice. So in terms of taking supplements until your next lab review, definitely recommend it. We don't want to get one month before your lab review and say, well, I stopped taking everything one month ago. And we don't really know, you know, uh, if the numbers didn't move, we don't really know why that didn't happen. You know, was it improving? And then it just stopped improving. So I would say, yes, if you have a lab review coming up or, uh, or if you have a lab review coming up, yes, we will just continue taking everything that's on your visit summary sheet until that lab review. Obviously, if you're having adverse effects or if something's happening and you need to reach out to your care team and ask, feel free to reach out to one of our nurses or our 
administrative team and we can try to get you an answer, a, a more specific answer. So um, those are the questions that I have today for our episode one of our supported webcast. So I want to keep doing these and the team wants to keep doing these for those a la carte patients, for those patients of our practice who are on the flexible timeline and are still receiving care with us so that we can get you and get you the care you need, get you your questions answered. Um, and if you have any questions that you want to submit, please feel free to email them to our email, message them to our front desk, and we can uh, make another one of these episodes with more questions. So thank you, and I will talk to you all soon.